Ready Check Radio. Oh, the music's going. That means it's time for another episode of The Relic Grind. Ready Check Radio's Final Fantasy XIV Square Enix podcast. It's Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern. We're doing it live. Twitch.tv slash Ready Check Radio. We've got chat ready to join in. Let us know their takes on Endwalker. That's right, Endwalker. We've been playing it, finally. A little delayed, but we got to it. We're going to talk about all the issues Talk about where we're at in game and things like that. Things we like, things we don't like. Kind of a don't let this serve as the final review. Uh, that'll come next week or the week after. This is our preliminary week one review. And of course, no spoilers on this episode. We will not be giving spoilers on this episode. So if you've been watching me cover this game since Game Breaker TV, we'll do it the same way we did back in the days uh, with Mr. Happy and Mr. Gary Gannon. We'll do this episode spoiler-free, and then next episode, that'll be two full weeks after launch, there will be spoilers. But, uh, of course, we'll give you warning then, too. If you're listening on Spotify or watching on YouTube, head on over to readycheckradio.com. The site's right there. Upper right-hand corner, all the socials. Click on them, follow them, subscribe. Tell your friends if you like what we do here. It's an easy, fast, cheap, because it's free, way to support us. So, And we definitely appreciate it. Joining me to go over all of this before... We then sit back to play some more while watching the Game Awards. Mr. Chris Montoya, a.k.a. Tarkov. What's up, sir? Greetings, programs. Man, what an experience this last week has been. It's just been a... Yep. That's about it. That's about it. Oh, I'm back. Okay. The 2002s. The 2002s. Tark reviving uh, a joke I made back at the end, the uh, Realm Reborn launch. I think that video is still on my actual personal YouTube channel where I went up and knocked on my bedroom door where my wife was and got the login warning that somebody else was in there. So it was very funny. I thought it was funny. Wife didn't think it was funny. Also on the line, Mr. Adam Lane. What's up, Kronos? Not much. Uh, just trying to recover from no sleep, basically. <laughs> Right, uh, right. Um, yeah, it's it's been fun for sure. Uh, I probably haven't had as many issues as some other people have had, but oh. I still had some. Well, um, you have to log off to have those issues. That's <laughs> also true. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. look, don't blame the strategy, okay? Blame the game, all right? Look. It is going to hate. <laughs> so before we get to kind of where everybody's at, uh, in, in the game, uh, let's first talk about those issues and then we'll kind of, I think we'll just like run down our favorites, right? And some things we maybe didn't like and, and generically, right? As far as dungeons and bosses and zones and quests and the story and stuff like that. We'll just kind of give our initial week one takes by no means locking these in as our final verdicts. We're not there yet. There's still a lot to explore, even if you're done with the MSQ at this point. There's still a lot to unlock about Endwalker. But I think we should start with the issues, gentlemen, because we talked last week about, hey, maybe they're expecting these to be a little worse than they usually are with all the fair warning posts and definitions of error posts before we've even seen the errors and which, hell, I'm all for, by the way. I, I'm glad that they put those up. I remember when Diablo launched? Whoosh, 
uh, nobody knew what the hell all of those errors yeah, were. I'd rather know. Good. Yeah, I'd rather <laughs> know in advance. But it hasn't exactly been a smooth launch for Endwalker. And mm-hmm. even giving it the benefit of the, well, you know, MMO launches are a little rocky. Well, expansion launches are always a little rocky. I got to feel like as a longtime player of this particular MMO and many MMOs, this is a little worse than usual when it comes to this stuff. Now, we could be having, you know, for the most part, once you're in, you're in. Once you're in, you're in. And that's the good part, right? Like once you sit down at the dinner table, Tark, there's a meal there for you. Absolutely. And I tweeted this. I'm like, I'm loving this game once I'm in it. The problem is getting into it. And unfortunately, there's been so many issues. Um, you you experience them yourself, Mike. You know, you yeah, get down get to, them from in a minute. 5, yeah. to whatever, and then boop, start over. It's like, oh. Yeah, it's, uh, it's heartbreaking. <laughs> I think one one of the more, I think twice I've been in queue for two hours. And but I, we just chilled on stream. We talked. We listened to music. Um, but yeah, it's, it's ugh gross yeah it is pretty bad so like me personally i am uh so you know where i am in the story and tark apparently judging i did not peek at your stream just in case because i didn't know exactly where you were but i told chronos where i was and he said you're just you're a little bit ahead of me so uh i am i'd say say more than a little bit uh really because i'm on the 87 quests and they only go the the story quests only go through 89 this story is chunky, man. Is it? <laughs> so you're, is, I am in the zone that we compared to a Chrono Trigger zone uh, yeah, when we saw when we saw the concept in the yeah. in the live letter. I'm on the 87 quest, but my Black Mage yeah. is actually 89 because I did that, all the side stuff. And Tark's approaching the 90 quests, I think. Yeah, I. Well, there I are no there are no 90 quests. They're, there are a couple. They stop at the require the level requirements eighty nine in MSQ. I've looked at the full list of quest names just so I could gauge roughly where I was. I literally, I mean, just before coming over here, finished the eighty nine dungeon and found out what the eighty nine trial is. So okay, so yeah, you're you're a bit ahead of me. Uh, so Flynn saying there's a good chunk at ninety. No, I I don't have any doubt that you can do stuff at ninety and that you'll be ninety when you get there. But I'm talking. I think just by the prerequisite, the list I saw did not have any level ninety quests. The prerequisite to pick them up was level eighty nine. I honestly mm, can't remember. That is, my head if it was ninety or not. To be honest, but but I I, 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 I would assume that one of the level ninety dungeons is story based and. The final trial is level I, ninety. I feel like there was like three or three or so ninety quests, if I remember correctly. But that was like yeah, weird because the one I'm, like the list and maybe the list I'm looking at is just wrong. And in which case, well, they so they fine. might be doing it just to like not spoil, so they're not posting all the quests. I don't know. Well, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well, no, it says level uh, eighty nine quest, the last quest, and Walker. I'm not spoiling the title there. They right, that's, right. that's I mean, maybe convention know. is the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it says Endwalker Quest, final quest of the expansion, unlocks the last dungeon and trial. So, okay. Whatever. Uh, but you are a little bit ahead of me. I'm in the area uh, where, like I just said, that we compared to is, you know, is this like kind of their homage to Chrono Trigger Zone? I don't want to say any names mm. or anything, just in case. Uh, yeah. So that's where I'm at right now. I didn't get to play it all Saturday or Sunday. 
I played for mm. probably about seven hours-ish, six, seven hours on Friday on launch, and then I did not get in at all Saturday and Sunday. Now, I had like a couple things to do, so a couple hours I wouldn't have been in at all anyway, but Saturday night was awful, gents. I got into the queue at like 5,600-ish, and at about 4,500, got lobby booted from the, the queue, immediately <laughs> logged back in, and it looked like, and we didn't know exactly you know, how it was behaving yet, the, those sure. posts hadn't come up, but it looked like it relatively saved my spot. I was in I, close to the same spot. I got, down to like, got I got down to 3,200, it booted me, <laughs> logged back in, I was still around 3,200-ish. So aggravating. I get all the way down into like the low 100s. It lobby boots me. Now this is like two, two and a half, three hours later. I yeah. get, and I get lobby booted, immediately log back in again to 5,900. And yeah, at that point, that, it was like 1130 mm. midnight. I was like, I'm not sitting here till 2.30 in the morning waiting for this next queue to pop. Sunday, I had the same thing happen to me. I was not alone. I vented my frustration <laughs> to Twitter. Um, Yoshi P has been posting things about all of the status though, Kronos. So, I mean, communication is key. I've also seen like people that are just like wildly apologetic and I am a Square Enix fanboy. I am a Final Fantasy extreme fanboy and I'm a Final Fantasy 14 mega extreme fanboy. <laughs> but when they get something wrong, they get something wrong and that's okay to be mad or upset or frustrated or criticize. I want some more communication or criticize that. Yeah. I think that's a totally fair game. And you know what? I think Yoshi P, uh, Adam, would think that that is totally fair game too. Yeah, no, I, I think everybody has a right to be upset. Uh, I've seen a lot of arguments lately. Um, like I said, me personally, I had the one time where it was probably like three or 4,000 in queue, got to 99, got booted out, got reset. Um, and that felt kind of bad. Yeah. However, like, I, I guess, like, I, I have had a different mindset coming in because I, I scheduled so much time around playing that I just got right back in and I just waited another couple hours and then got back through. Um, so, that, like, I didn't have the same experience you had. But I absolutely, like, if I had that experience, I would not be happy. And, and there's nothing wrong with not being happy about that. Um, the funny thing is, like, these 2002 errors have existed for a long time. Yeah. Uh, it's just never really been as big of an issue because we don't have the player base isn't as big as it is now like i looked at i think i looked at the steam numbers on yep. friday and it, it it was like double shadow bringers just on steam yeah steam um, has shattered its concurrency record yeah uh, i mean just absolutely demolished it and then in multiple posts that yoshi p has talked about what is going on what they're trying to do where they can't do things where they can do things he's come out and said just the highest number of players ever like yeah. we have never even come close to the numbers of players that we are having right now, which good on the game. Fantastic. I couldn't be happier yeah. for the game, Tark. And you know what? As much as I might hate it, I don't mind waiting in a queue. That happens. I might get a yeah. little angry, a little frustrated, a little snobby, a little bitchy, particularly if I hadn't had a Snickers bar, right? <laughs> but but, but uh, at the end of the day, I don't mind waiting in a queue. What I do mind is waiting in a queue that's broken. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, and, where and you, said, that's where you start to lose me. Exactly. I, and I said that on stream. You know, I don't mind being in a queue. You know, it says 6,000. Okay, that's fine. I'll wait my time. But when you get booted out and you pray and hope that the bouncer remembers you when you get back in line, that's, that's a 
nerve-wracking thing. You know, you just want to play, and you hope I, I can deal with cues, but um, with the the booting and maybe being reset, I I I believe this is probably the worst launch that 14 has had to date. I disagree, but uh, for different I, reasons. See, I hesitate. The only mm. reason I hesitate to say the worst launch they've had is because I remember the A Realm Reborn launch. <laughs> I'm not even counting. I'm not even counting ARR and, and, and 1.0. And here's the thing: once you get in, it's butter. It's butter, it's baby. It's like awesome. I haven't had, I haven't even had rubber banding anywhere, let alone yeah. like full blown disconnection issues or anything. Like once you are yeah. in, it is butter, baby. You're gonna love it. Yeah. You're gonna have fun. You know, MMO is gonna MMO. Uh, so I can't say it's the worst launch ever. Big, there's just so many extend. Again, I'm gonna get into a, like I guess a little bit of what I just said is kind of stupid. Don't be an apologist when you don't have to. Mm -hmm. There is the whole semiconductor thing that is preventing them from spinning up new worlds, but you know that's not gonna go away anytime soon. I don't hold that one against them. They're opening up test realms for public use just to try to alleviate the load. I mean. It's like I can be frustrated at you, but I can also understand that you're probably your hands are probably mostly tied at this point. And when you do get in, where I do give them a little criticism, Kronos, is just everything about the infrastructure to get into the game or even buy the game is just so archaic uh, <laughs> that I have no idea why that hasn't been upgraded along the way. Yeah, they need to update. They need to like overhaul the whole Mog station. Like, I mean, I think they actually did update it this week. So I went to look, like, put my code in. It mm -hmm. looked completely different. Mm -hmm. But it's still like kind of outdated. I feel like they need to put a lot of money into that. And it's not like they don't have the money to do it. Like, they need to do that. Now, Yoshi uh, P has said, I think at some at some point that there's actually like legal reasons why they do things the certain ways that yeah, they do and whatever. I, I, I'm aware of all the red tape in IT. Like, I mean, I've oh I, yeah, you know, no doubt. I've, been, I've worked for several companies. Um. The only so I I actually think this is not as bad as Stormblood, I, I'm of that mind, um, but I understand why people think that it is and like why they have that opinion because the 2002s are they suck they they're they shouldn't happen it's it's definitely on Square they need to like people need to stop getting upset at people getting upset because they're upset like it's yeah to it's, it's really totally annoying. fine to be upset here <laughs> uh, but personally I think Stormblood was like even once you were in was just a broken experience like there was. People only remember Raubon. There were several things that was wrong with that launch. Sure, you could play old content, but uh, like, so at this, I saw an argument happen between like the worst game guys. It was actually a really interesting video where they like talked about which one was worse, because I feel a lot of people are talking about the, those two specifically because those are the most recent that people really remember. I think a lot of people that play now didn't play AR or 1.0 on launch, so those are the two that are literally in people's minds, and like. Yeah, like it was, you know, like the Chris brought up like an, an argument that it's like, you know, it's like a restaurant that we told everybody to go to. And I think it's really good. Like it's a really good analogy. Like we, we're, well, everybody's hyped with this stuff. Of course, there's going to be more and more people coming. The game's great. So they stay. And then you have people that are taking a break and it all comes back. It's like a perfect storm type of deal. Yeah. Um, Raubon, it was like you were going to this steak restaurant where you wanted to eat steak, but all you got was stale breadsticks. <laughs> like, like, you, <laughs> like that, that, that was it. You, it, unless you were the person logging in. And you were leveling samurai or red mage at like server up all the way through Sunday. You were like either stuck in the first zone doing fates on half of the first zone, or you were like queuing for old roulettes um, just to level stuff for the sake of leveling it, just to be on. Or you were like me, like an insane person, just clicking Raubon for like eight hours 
Um, and then once you got past Raul Bond, then you're clicking Pippin for like four hours. It, yeah, it, there were multiple bottlenecks back like, then. Like, the, yeah. to me, to me, Stormblood was broken. Shadowbringers is very unfortunate, and the 2002 is a broken thing. Don't get me wrong; it is, it is 100 a broken thing. It needs, and it, like, I'm glad they're like fixing it now. Uh, I just think that once you're in Endwalker, it is a complete experience, and like, they're like, I mean, I've seen a few small bugs, but nothing even remotely close to any of the Stormblood bugs that existed. That, that's why I personally feel Yoshi that way. P. Tark giving the the usual stuff too. Uh, suspension of housing demolition for inabilities yeah. to log in, which is makes sense since those are on a day timer, and if you can't get in, you can't get in. Uh, and then a seven day free time game time added to everybody's account coming up here they are reserving the right to extend that if need be over seven days these are the things that like i'm totally yeah you want to be mad and frustrated at certain things i am too you know and you know what you're totally right to be it's fine you can like a product and be mad at it at the same time uh, anybody that thinks otherwise is just i think being a little unreasonable but the thing that i have to respect is these are the actions, the public facing actions, and there's many going on behind the scenes that I'm sure we're not aware of, but the public facing actions that you just don't see other companies do. And if they didn't give free game time, I don't think people would be clamoring for free game time as a recompense, but because they did, you know, mm -hmm. that helps out. That helps take the sting out. Yeah, it doesn't mean much in the grand scheme of these are the days I took off from work to go do this. You can't give me those seven days back, but I can at least appreciate the gestures being made, the customer service that goes on top of being a live service. Yeah, I appreciate uh, the seven days. Um, you know, for those that took that time off, it doesn't really mean much, you know, when you want that time and experience now thank you for this extra seven days you know a month from now when it's tagged on to the end of my sub i appreciate that um but you want to be able to play the game and yeah I, I completely agree with you that you know you can love something still be upset with it and give honest critiques about it I, there's there's no uh if or it's you know this and yeah, it's, um, it's not a black and white. There's allowed to be shades of gray white. here. <laughs> yeah. and, and the only reason I think that this is the worst launch is because you can't get in the game. With Stormblood, you know, I saw that Rob on issue. I was like, F this. I went and did Red Mage. I did Botany. I did Crafting. I did whatever else I could. Uh, and then once it resolves, like, okay, now I can proceed. Um, so I was actually in the game. This the, the problem is you can't get in the game. And you keep getting booted out, um, and you, you don't want to... It's, it's frustrating. Super frustrating. Yeah, and I think that's all going to come down to being subjective. Like, would you rather yeah. have these troubles but not be able to get in or get in and then have troubles and not be able to play the content? You know, which one's worse for you is, I think, going to sure. vary person by person. Um, but what isn't going to vary person by person is the pizza eating emote. That... Oh. <laughs> that is underway right now. If you order a uh, to-go order a, a delivery via Grubhub and you use the promo code ENDWALKER when you check out, you will score in a little bit here the eat pizza emote inside the game. Uh, by the way, if you do it during the Game Awards, which are after this show, the first 20,000 orders done during that, 
uh, qualify for free delivery by using that code as well. Anybody uh, making sure, like, do you already have it pulled up on your mobile phone there, Kronos? Got to get that pizza eating emote. I have the tab open on my computer. I'll no, you don't. <laughs> I do. I do. Yeah, as soon as like someone linked it to me, I was like, I'll just keep that open so I don't forget. And I'll just do it. I, don't, I, I can be lazy for one day and order food that I was probably already going to get anyways. Yeah, so here's the bitch of it at my house. I did the show notes yesterday. I knew about it because I covered it for MMO Bomb the day before or yesterday morning. I don't I don't remember which. Uh, and I went ahead and ordered food for dinner before this show, forgetting that that started tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got time. I, I unfortunately live in an area that's really remote. We, we don't have anything like this here. <laughs> just drive out. You can't get order it from your like car anything? and just deliver it there. Um, again, it's, it's a small community. Um, right. so the next major city area is about forty-five minutes away, so it's it doesn't. There's no so results you a, found. You know, you, I I try I tried my zip code. You get on Grubhub, and it's like your forty-minute away neighbor will deliver you yeah. some ears of corn. <laughs> just just drive forty-five minutes for your pizza, you just have them delivered to your car. Yeah, no, that's all good. You go put in a Grubhub <laughs> order from their parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> you you can place the order oh. anytime uh, starting now until uh, December 15th and then you'll be able to get your eat pizza emote on December 17th you'll get the code emailed to the uh, address that you have on your Grubhub account and then you can go through the backwater woods that is redeeming a code on the Mog station Nihabari, <laughs> I know people who are ordering for others <laughs> <laughs> now, if I could have them deliver to my car in a parking lot, yeah, you uh, that's not shaded at all. No, no. Hey, if you want to just give me lunch one day, you know, it's all good. Yeah, go ahead, place an order, uh, have it delivered me, to Chronos. It'll yeah, go you to give me email. lunch and then no, you get a cup. Yeah. <laughs> Feeling bad that I ordered now. I was like, after we, I was eating, I was like, son of a, I should have just waited a couple of hours. I totally forgot about that thing I covered and put in the show notes for tonight. LOL. Lols. All right, gents, let's go through it. Uh, here's the way we're going to do it. We're going to do it the old-fashioned way. Haps and I used to do it on XIV Reborn. I'm going to give you a topic. Uh, keep it spoiler-free. So no names where I, I think you all can recognize, like even I'm not completed. Tark, you're not completed, but we do recognize there are some spoilers uh, that we've already come across uh, and, and, and names and things like that. So keep it spoiler-free. I'll give like, you something, and you give me what you really like about it and what you really might not like about it so much if there is one. And I think right right away, to just get it out of the way, we'll talk story first. Not the actual content itself in particular, but Kronos, we'll start with you and kind of, this is the be-all, end-all for the Heidelin Zodiac saga, right? We knew that going in. Is it satisfying? What What did you think of the pacing? Give us your impressions of the story as being somebody that's all the way through it, and then Tark, you and I at you know whatever sixty and seventy percent through it, we'll we'll give our impressions after Chronos. Is it satisfying? Yes. Is it my favorite expansion? No. Uh, I actually think the pacing at some parts is not great, mm. but I still really enjoyed going all the way through. Uh, like it, it was still great, uh, but it's not my favorite expansion. I do think it wraps it up pretty decently. 
Um, but it, I, I do think it does have some pacing issues. I do. Okay, I'm glad I wasn't the only one. I hated the first two hours of this. I like uh, I honestly just I did not enjoy the first two hours or so of the expansion uh, from a story perspective. Like from looking around at the sites and all that, we'll we'll get to like zones and things like that in a minute. But from a story perspective, I there are some real uneven bits, and it starts slowly. Oh, it's, it's early, yeah, yeah. And yes, like of course they're gonna do some recap stuff to kind of catch people up that maybe played the last patch and then didn't come back to the expansion, and they do that in in every expansion or every big patch even. But I, they were so excessive with it and got into a lot of minutia, which I can appreciate from a character development standpoint, but most of the characters were all people we have been fully developed with for now, like <laughs> eight years. Like, how much more development do these characters need? Not to say I didn't appreciate it, but I, honestly, Tark, for the first... Uh, this isn't a spoiler because this is we saw we've already seen the Tower of Zod, right? That was a dungeon that sure. uh, yeah. the media tour was was shown yes, ahead exactly. of time, so we actually saw it. Up until the Tower of Zod, I literally was just like, "Come on!" <laughs> and then after the Tower of Zod, I found it did pick up substantially and start rolling. And then there's stuff that happens that it it starts to slow down again and. It is really uneven for me. I'm enjoying the story, but Kronos, I am 100% uh, glad to hear you say that because it is really, really just uneven pacing for me. What do you think, Tark? A uh, lot of ups and downs. I, I will agree with you. It started slow, then there's a lot of uh, dips where it's like, okay, can we can we move this thing along? Um, level 88, to not be specific. Oh my goodness, I was yeah. yelling at the screen. <laughs> Please, can we move this forward? Can we stop this stupidness? It's just ri ridiculous. Um, uh, I, I will say I have 15 and a half pages of notes, um, so I am thoroughly enjoying the expansion. But yeah, it's it's very up and down. I can't say anything about the conclusion because I'm not there yet. Mm -hmm. But I will say I am very much enjoying it, Tark. And it is... It is, uh, Kronos, it is wrapping up bits and pieces along the way. Uh, yep. Certain yes. things get tied off along the way. It's, yeah, we're going to be building towards a big, you know, finish, just like any movie or any video game does, but it is wrapping up pieces along the way, and it is interesting to see how some of these pieces are being wrapped up. I, it's, some of them are in ways I, I didn't see, and they're not necessarily consequential uh, in, in the big overarching lore sense, but... Some of them are interesting little bits where you're just like, that's nice. I like that. Yeah, I, I think it does a good job of stuff like that. Um, and and that, I don't think that really stops. Um, I, I do have one quick question. So did you go yeah. to, since this isn't really a spoiler, we know these zones. Did you go to Thavnir or uh, Labyrinthos first? Uh, yeah, I went to Thavnir. Okay, yeah, I think, I think that was... actually hurts your experience. I, I really feel like if you take that path, because I, I, I understand why they split people up. They don't want Raubon to happen again, right? Yeah. That's the whole reason they yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I, think, I think from a story point, if you go to Thavnir first and then come back, it really is disjointed. 
See, I um, didn't feel it was disjointed narrative-wise. I went there because the last thing I wanted to do after walking around Charlianne for an hour or so doing nothing but <laughs> reading doing the tour. was to walk <laughs> around Charlianne more doing nothing oh. but reading. I so that's why I was like, too. let's yeah. go to Thavnir so I could just, you know, start exploring a zone, get some aetherite or some aether currents and, you know, do the yeah. main story and do some side quests, get into actually MMOing because right now I feel like I'm playing a graphic novel. Yeah, I think that's a problem it has too. And that's, I think that goes to pacing is I just feel like the battle parts are very spread out. Like very, very spread out. And so you end up like this thing where you're walking around and watching cutscenes and reading dialogue a lot. And a and lot. for some people that so for some people that they're gonna love that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. but but for me, like I, I started I don't know if y'all started doing this, but I started like I'm like, okay, I've been doing this for like four hours. I'm gonna fight a fate because I wanna hit something. <laughs> like, I just wanna hit something. <laughs> So I, I like literally I would just pull a fate and solo it by myself, you know, because that where I was at in the story, most people weren't there yet, and like yeah, I mean like I was just like I just want to hit stuff with my new abilities. Like, <laughs> I hear you. Let me smack something around. Let me smack something around. Tark, since we're talking about zones, Thavnir, Charlay, and Garlemald, uh, the moon, all the rest of them. Uh, really, there's only one location that we're not going to say the name of because that was not shown in live letters and things like that. Uh, but your favorite zone and maybe your least favorite zone or your most surprising zone. What is your overarching opinion right now of the tour of the environs? There's a good word. Of Endwalker. My favorite zone so far would probably have to be... Well, this is not a spoiler, so Garlemald. Um, I just found really? that, that, that the difference between... The barren snowy areas and the destruction, and then the, the story that goes with it. Um, I thought it was, it was really awesome. Um, and then you know, at the end of it, was just choice. Um, my least favorite is going to be the, 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 zone, the zone that follows that, unfortunately. Um, the level design on there just is awful getting around in that fourth zone. Like, mm, don't do ever do that again, SC, please. What the, in the moon? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, okay. So I agree with you on a portion of that. That second portion, the moon. I have never been so happy to get flying in a zone. Oh, absolutely. Than I was on the moon. Ugh. Uh, yeah. It is not terribly. It's beautiful. It's absolutely it's, beautiful. It's a great zone. I spent the time. Music? Oh. I spent time looking into space, just going. Look at how different this... It's still a skybox with stars, but they've mm -hmm. made it look like space versus looking up at a skybox of stars from Eorzea and then just looking around. It's just so beautiful, so beautiful. Uh, but yeah, navigation until you get flying is a pain in the ass in that zone. Uh, I, I agree with you on the little, some, uh, little bit you just threw in there too, Tark. This is the first expansion uh, that I can remember. Uh, I went in and shut off Mount Music because oh, the I, music. Yes, I I usually absolutely. roll with Mount Music on all the time because I love hearing like you know Terra's theme and even mm -hmm. if it's for fifteen seconds, you know, just like those little sure. bits. Uh, I I shut it off uh, in this expansion. Soken has apps, and I'm not even done yet, and I hear there's better mm -hmm. coming. Uh, Soken has absolutely outdone himself, him and the and the music team, uh, when it comes to the music design for Endwalker. I cannot wait to pick up this soundtrack. 
My 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 least favorite zone though is I, I'm going to disagree with you a little bit is actually Garlemald, and it's probably oh. because I expected more uh, of an interesting dynamic in Garlemald than we got. It's not very big. Uh, you're going to be in and out of there pretty quickly as far as the MSQ takes you. Uh, everything looks the same. And you know what just there there wasn't a whole lot going on there for me for this place that and I understand it's in rubble it's in ruin like I get it you know story wise I understand why it is the way it is but it was kind of like oh man why couldn't we come kinda... to Garlemald before it was broke <laughs> Yeah I was hoping for maybe a little bit more of a war situation but it was yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. not that Uh I absolutely and this is I guess technically a zone it's a city so but by proxy thavnir then i will will say but razathan is freaking amazing it's so gorgeous. gorgeous when i saw it in the live letter guys i thought man that that zone's going to give me a headache it is too chaotic <laughs> as far as the color schemes and just being all over the place and stuff very vibrant it yeah super vibrant and i'm like that's going to give me a headache but Walking around in there, doing the story bits that are in there. I mean, that is, I love that city. I, and Thavnir is good too, but the, the over, overarching zone outside of it. But Razathan is, oh, that is by far my favorite so far. I am just like in the, I'd say about a third of the way through question mark, question mark, question mark zone. And it is very beautiful. So I may change my opinion when we get to our full reviews. But where we're at right now, Razathan does it for me. Kronos. So my my favorite is, is the last zone. Um, I I'm a big music guy, so I really like the music there. I also turn my mount music off for this expansion, but I do that for every expansion. So I just like to like feel like hear the music for the first time and see which right. zones I really like based on music. My least favorite though, I think Labyrinthos is my least favorite zone. I just I don't oh. know. I didn't I didn't like traversing on there. At least the moon I felt like was prettier to look at. Um. Well, even though I agree, like traversing the moon without flying was a bit of a bitch. Um, but like, especially if you don't remember where the bridges are, you gotta like yeah. zoom in, yeah, on your map. But yeah. uh, but yeah, I don't know. I just didn't find Labyrinthos that interesting. I guess. Fair enough. Wow. I will say it was a little bit uh, difficult. Um, because <laughs> my primary goal getting into each zone is like, all right, I gotta get six fates done. Um, as soon as the gemstone traders up, because I want that writing speed map. <laughs> So that was my primary goal, getting into each zone. Um, Labyrinthos was a pain in the butt um, because if you were on the upper level and all the fates were down below, you couldn't take the lift. You had to go all the way around. And hopefully the fate didn't end before you know you got there. <laughs> I do like in Labyrinthos, though, there was a bit of a dumb moment where they're like, you can't get down there. It's ultra secure. It's ultra secure. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and then somebody else is like, oh, you want to get down there? Oh, yeah, there's a secret cave, which as long as you're, like, okay at walking. Like, <laughs> they tried to make it very dangerous. Like, you might not survive yeah. the climb, but it was like, as long as you can walk in a semicircle, yeah, just go through that cave nobody knows about. <laughs> and I was like, what is going on here? <laughs> uh, while we're talking about going these places and doing things, what about the quest structure? I I'm going to start first. Um I do like the NPCs following you thing where you can talk mm. in, but God, is it overused? Uh, like, I feel like it's overused a lot. Uh, 
And the other thing that I feel is overused and God, it needs to stop is the stalking the NPC missions. <laughs> that, <sighs> uh, like the first one or two I did, I was I've like, only- oh yeah, okay, that's that's kind of neat. All right. Oh my God, there's another one of these. Please stop it. <laughs> I think it. there's three. Please I've, I've known of a scene of three so there's- far. There's, if you do side quests, there's even more. Yeah, if you oh. do, and I did. That's why I'm a little behind you guys, oh, you but right with you on wow. the leveling. Like I'm, I'm almost level ninety, but because I did the side quests. Yeah, the the sneaky quests. The oh please, <laughs> and then they just get erratic patterns and things like that. You're just like, oh my god, I got to do this whole thing again. <laughs> I got to do this whole thing again. Flip side, stealth missions are badass. Stealth missions are badass. I absolutely love the way they're done, and there's not enough of them in my book. So questing-wise, I'm going to give you the thumbs up for the stealth missions. I'm going to give you a sideways thumb to maybe a thumbs down because I feel like you might be overusing the NPCs walking around with me. Uh, and then I'm going to give a real big thumbs down to follow this person, but don't get too close and don't let them see you. I, yeah, I'm done with those. I'm done with those. Kronos. I hate the NPCs following me around. I thought when they first announced, oh, that's kind of a cool feature for people that want to be immersed and, you know, walk around and take time to, like, read all the dialogue. The first time that I got them in my party, I went to use the Aethernet. Yeah, <laughs> and then I used it, and they were gone. They were gone. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, this sucks. All right, well, I guess I can't use the Ethernet. And then I've lost count of how many times I've been out in an area, and I've done it. And by just, like, just muscle memory, mount up and just <laughs> yep. ride off. And then by the time I'm like, oh, crap, dude, they were following me, and now they're gone. <laughs> so it's like, I think it's a cool feature. I it's do. crazy overused, insanely overused. And I just want the ability to turn it off. Like, just let me so, ignore them. But you do have to appreciate what it's actually there I, I for, do. right? I, I do. And, and I think for the people that want to be immersed, I think it's great. I think it was an awesome idea. I well, really do. Well, not just that, but also it moves the quest target. When yeah. you get to your destination at the end of those quests for the turn in and pick up, everybody's is in a slightly different spot. So there's not a cluster of 700 people yeah. sitting on an NPC and then you X target to, to try and get there. It does space everything out. So it's got a little bit of a perk, but yeah, overused in, in and my book. And then the worst part is, so you get through the MSQ and you're like, okay, they're not going to do that stuff much anymore. Oh no, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's everywhere. You do crafting quests. Oh yeah, let oh, this dude wow. follow you. I'm like, please stop. I just want to like use the Ethernet and just get there in two seconds. Oh no, you got to walk all the way around, and you can't mount. Oh. So it's like it. I just I I just want to be able to turn it off, man. Yeah. <laughs> like I understand the people that want to be immersed, and that's great, and I'm happy for them. They want to do their G pose. They want to take their screenshots. Awesome. Just let me go to the point where the quest is and turn it in, man. Uh, <laughs> and then stealth quests, I think, yeah, they're awful. And the best part of the stealth quest was sitting in my Discord with my FC and listening to people as they got to the stealth quest. Uh, <laughs> are you are you talking about the you know, stay, the, the stay hide behind and seek them? stuff? Yeah, the yeah, yeah. sorry, no, okay. yeah. I know what stealth quest you're talking. About. Sorry, I, I I guess I treated my stealth because you have to, like hide, but like yeah, yeah. Them I, I think you know what quest. I'm talking about. There's like yeah, been I know I think about. like three so far where it's truly a stealth mission. It's like you know Metal Gear Solid type deal. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, we they, called it MGS missions, but yeah. every it never failed. Anytime someone in our FC got there, you would just hear "Damn it!" every time. And it was awesome because <laughs> like I was ahead of everybody, so I, I kind of like got to just see like how people got. It was it was pretty funny. Yeah. What do you got, Tark? Uh, so yeah, that was very disappointing, especially with Razathan and your guiding. This what really isn't a spar you Graha around. Um. Oh no, that's later. So I'm not gonna spoil that. Um, but it's just he's just directing you, and I already know how the city map is laid out. I, I don't need help with that, especially with the redone Ethernet map. That thing is awesome. I love yeah, it's it. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, so he's just directing you around on how to get there. I'm like, I already know how to get there. Can you just let me go? No, I what's worse than the Ethernet though is what pointed out is the mounting up um so many times i've mounted up and gotten to the quest marker is like okay why can't i complete this quest oh i don't have that person where did i leave them i forgot where i left them <laughs> and it took a moment to, to track down the tune so i could drag them along with me oh that's awful uh i, I actually didn't have a problem because i didn't do side quests i kind of liked the hide and seek because i only did three of them um, so oh, you'll learn. Maybe I'll I'll, I'll learn to, to yeah, hate them later. You'll learn. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid though is awesome. Like that was great. I want more of that stuff. Yeah, I definitely definitely agree. Uh, dungeons and trials. We'll kind of lump them together since we can't really break them down and talk about uh, a lot of them specifically or anything yet. That'll be next week. But just the execution of the four and eight person. Uh, PVE content, Chronos. Uh, we'll start with you since you have done all of it at this point. Even your extreme, right? You're done. The ex the ex yeah, I've done you, all. You doing both? Uh, yeah, I've literally. I think I. So I I've literally just because I, I don't think I really touched on how far I've gone. So I've done all the MSQ. I've done both extremes. I've done all the expert dungeons, which is just two. Uh, I have a crafter at ninety, a gatherer at ninety, a healer at ninety, a tank at ninety. And I almost have a, and I have a DPS about halfway. That's wow. that's what I've done. Um, I've played a lot. <laughs> uh, the extreme trials I think are the best set of extremes on release that they've ever done. Awesome. Like so, so if you compare it to like Titania, Innocence, like that kind of thing, uh, they're awesome. It's really well designed. They're a lot of fun to do. I'm really happy with the fights themselves. Uh, and same with the dungeons. I think the dungeon bosses are interesting. Um, I really liked. The different feels of the different dungeons without spoiling anything like i thought they were all awesome even the expert ones are, are fun too at least for now um so yeah I, I i think all that stuff is a big thumbs up for sure i don't think any of them are really bad so tark uh i was disappointed in the last bosses of the first and second dungeon because um, we thought we were, they were going to be something else. Don't say that. That is so close. That is so close. Trial shocked the head out of me. Um, favorite dungeon, though, has probably got to be the 79 dungeon so far. That was just that was awesome. 79. Was you like that Stormblood or that Shadowbringers content? Sorry, 89. Huh? Sorry. You, you just Sorry, love that Shadowbringers content. Can't get away just from it. finished it. And it's like, wow, this is awesome. <laughs> so good. And then now the, the next reveal, and I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. 
So I'm in the big wow phase, I think. Uh, obviously, I still have the Endgame trial and Endgame dungeon. I have one more dungeon before that too. So I'm uh, through one trial and th- three dungeons. Three, three. I think yeah, three, 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 three. Yeah, that yeah. Right. yeah. Ta- tower, tower, and the third. So yeah. Um, and I'll tell you what, the third is where I noticed this uh, little small tidbit, and I really appreciated it. Uh, we all in the live letters and stuff made uh, made fun of. Thavnir basically burning to the ground uh, and and looking like a mess. Did you guys happen to uh, mouse over and check the weather in, in that area? Because yeah. the first dungeon yeah. is where I actually got a, a chance to do it, or the third dungeon uh, is where I got a chance to do it. It's a it's a balmy apocalypse outside. <laughs> <laughs> Just a it's a bit of a balmy apocalypse. So yeah, if you have not, there's all kinds of little nods. It's Final Fantasy fourteen, but you know, all kinds of little small bits. Make sure you're apocalypse. you're looking at yes. it. Yeah, it's just a little balmy apocalypse outside right now. Don't worry about it. You know, just wear some shorts. Wear some shorts. <laughs> um I will say that as much as I enjoy the aesthetic of the dungeons and trials so far, as much as I enjoy the mechanics, they still suffer greatly from stuff we have talked about ad nauseum on this show in that they are straight line, they are broken up, they are, uh, you know, run-of-the-mill Final Fantasy XIV dungeons. That doesn't mean that I don't enjoy them, that I don't love them. Some of the bosses, like, like I didn't know in advance, the second dungeon who the first and second boss were. And when I got there, I was like, that is super cool. I like seeing them here. You know, I like seeing that boss. I like seeing that boss. That is really cool. Uh, And some of the mechanics are a lot of fun. Uh, A couple new uh, icons and and stuff that you kind of, what is that doing? What is, oh, okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. Uh, So pretty intuitive as far as the design goes on the new icons and new telegraphs. Uh, I do really like it, but they are more of straight line, enjoy the scenery, do these pools, do a boss, do these pools. And by the way, we're going to break it up with zone markers or we're going to break it up with the environment not letting you get to certain points so that Mm -hmm. you cannot just single pool boss, single pool boss, single pool boss speed run uh, like the old days. So. Uh, we already talked about the NPC follow system. How about the new classes? I'm going to leave this to you, gentlemen. Without the Saturday and Sunday hours I had allocated, I am way behind as far as getting to, to Reaper or Sage, so I will defer to you. Tark, have you played either yet? Well, I mean, you you started at Sage 70 as your main and then burnt mm-hmm. to 80 and, and started to Endwalker. How you digging it? I, I love Sage. It's a strong kit. Lots of off global cooldowns. Uh, my hang up and then i need to remember is uh i got to put cardion on um that's important um and then i can't just focus directly on dps especially if it's a big pull i gotta remember oh yeah i I gotta actively heal if it's a big pull but the the kit is strong there's a lot you can do with it um it's a lot of fun and oh my god it's not a book it's not a book i get pew pew guns it's great played reaper yet no i haven't touched it yet okay I just I'm, I'm trying to get through MSQ and then then we'll deal with other stuff. Kronos. Uh, I've played both for a little bit. Um, I haven't maxed either one out though. Uh, we do have there is a guy who went through the whole main story with Sage in our FC or in my raid group, and also there's two people in my raid group that played Reaper all the way to 90 as well. Um, and they they all like it a lot. 
Reaper seems really flashy. Like, the animations are really cool. And they also seem insanely strong from what I've seen from the EX Trials. Sage seems just good. I don't think they're going to be bad. Um, like, I mean, I've played with a lot of Sages now. And, yeah, I mean, it, it seems to work pretty well. And I think they look pretty cool. Both these jobs are, like, really flashy. Like, you could tell oh, like, yeah. these are the new jobs. Mm-hmm. Like, so Yeah, they, they, got really a, cool. they got a lot of sparkle going on. They got a lot of sparkle going on. What about the classes you uh, you main, uh, Adam, and the class changes that you've you've been uh, messing so, around with in each one? Yeah, so at my first ninety was white mage because I I always do white mage first. Um, it was still fun. I, I still have the same gripes with white mage that I had. I mean, I kind of figured I could I could read the tooltips and kind of know that that's going to happen. Uh, their their level ninety skill is a lot of fun to use though, and and I like that they're kind of feels like they're designing around those healer skills, which is awesome. Um, like the equivalent with Sage being like Panheima, which is pretty pretty cool skill. Paladin, it's funny on in, in Paladin you don't put a single button on your bar uh, from eighty to ninety, <laughs> but but it's still it, it's still like every upgrade still feels really cool, uh, especially ninety when you when you get the big rain of swords um, combo. Uh, but it's like because that combo just comes off confetti, so it's the same button. And then the spirits within is just a button upgrade, and the rest is just like traits and stuff and, and other upgrades. It's it's a lot of it's a lot of fun though. I really like Paladin all the way up, and I'm in the middle of leveling Dancer now. So yeah, and it's the same on Black Mage. Uh, maybe not quite to the extreme as as Paladin is, but literally we add two buttons along the way. Uh, our ninety ability and one before that to give us a polyglot. Uh, everything else is subbed out, right? Blizz two and and fire two become high blizzard two and high fire two. Uh, so those just get subbed out uh, automatically when you get the trait and all that fun stuff. So, yeah, honestly though, uh, now I you know I have my double triple cast. Now I have my double sure cast as well, uh, and I'm like mm. ninety or eighty percent away from getting my level ninety ability. Uh, I am really really enjoying uh, the changes to black mage. Uh, and I expressed a little bit of a concern last week on maybe it was opening up too much mobility. Uh, I'm going to tell yeah. you that just simply based on the first trial, no. Uh, <laughs> no. That is not the case. It is nice to feel more mobile, but I still have to be just as concerned about where I'm moving and, more importantly, when I'm going to move to keep up an, an adequate rotation to stay up uh, on the, the DPS chart. So I'm enjoying it so far. We'll see what it's like when I get to the extremes, uh, if that holds, if that difficulty still holds, or if I find the enhanced mobility, you know, uh, to be knocking down the difficulty of extremes a little bit for me. I think that'll be a better test than the leveling experience. So I got to get there first. Uh, and yeah. then I'll report back later on what the enhanced mobility does in an extreme difficulty. But I absolutely love it. Love the kit. Having a having a blast with it. Uh thumbs up so far. Tark. Yeah, just awesome. uh, did here did you already? I don't remember. But uh the, just to touch on the two in the in the uh in Oh the yeah, chat Tark did Tark, Tark did go. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Uh Summoner, I've realized that I need to make their stuff smaller, but I kinda figured that was coming. <laughs> I can't I can't see, man. Especially when there's multiple summoners. I can't see. <laughs> Uh, I'm just a little Lollafell, dude. Titan's like five times my size. Uh, a- Astro, have you seen the size of their Earthly Star? Now? Yes, it's amazing. It's, it's a caster LB three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it yeah. is. Like <laughs> so big. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, cool, but it's ridiculous. Uh, I have no excuse to not be in the bubble. Yeah, if you're not in it, yeah. you're just greasy. Yeah, it's just your fault at that point. 
Uh, all right, before we wrap it up, um, we got a few tidbits of other Square Enix news, and then we'll let you get to the Game Awards. Good luck to everything that Square Enix is uh, nominated for tonight. We do have a, another new trademark filed by Square Enix. See if you guys uh, have any predictions on this one. They have registered Engage Kill. Now, they registered that in November. It was made public on December 6th. It was filed under all categories used for video games. So, who knows? Could be a new title, new IP, a subtitle to something we already know about uh, being in development. We don't know. I mean, it might not be called Engage Kill, uh, but that is what the the trademark is for. Any guesses, gents? I got nothing. Nothing. Uh, off, got off the top of my head, I'm like, sounds like a shooter of some sort. I just no. Don't eh, I don't know. Don't say that. Like we we, we don't need we don't need to. Then we got Outriders, a mobile you know. game. Keep working on that. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a mobile game. I surprised. think Neobari might be right. Oh, what if it? What do we know the name of the Outriders expansion or whatever? We don't. World Breaker. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. World okay, Breaker. Okay, okay. I, yeah, I couldn't yeah. remember. I was gonna say maybe it's that, but if they already have the name, then. Ferris, thank you for your twelve month sub. Your twelfth month. Welcome. Thank you so much. Uh, it is confirmed. By the way, we do have a Chrono Cross, a uh, crossover Chrono. Cross crossover in <laughs> in another Eden <laughs> RPG. So that rumor is confirmed. We've got uh, Serge or Sergey, depending on how you want to pronounce it in your area. Kid and Harley uh, in uh, another Eden. So you can pick those up. That actually begins today on PC and mobile devices. So I gotta say, gents. Does this make a Chrono Cross remake slash remaster, whatever, more or less likely in your opinion? More. Absolutely more. There's like It kind of comes out of left field if they're not doing does. something it's with like, Chrono why, Cross, why, right? Why, why, why do Chrono Cross? <laughs> like, I feel like last I don't time, understand it. Yeah, last time Mike said 100%. I don't remember what yours was, Target. Mine was like 99.9 repeating, so it can't go but so much higher. <laughs> yeah, but, I, mean, I was yeah, already I think, there. I think, <laughs> I think uh, the the only thing we were debating is whether um, they announce the oh, remake right, or remaster right. this yeah, tonight. year. Yeah. yeah. Well, we, we kind of oh, yeah, like got to go that, with tonight. That, that, yeah. yeah, tonight, tonight on, the, yeah, the, on the Game the, Awards. The game Awards. Uh, and I said probably. Yeah, I put I put it a pretty high. I put it initially. I almost went a hundred, but then Tark talked me off the ledge, and I think I went <laughs> with like about eighty instead. Um, oh, and a sidebar because I thought you gentlemen and our viewers would like this. Uh, Fortnite has just added an event with Spider Man, which means they got Spider Man at roughly the same time Marvel's Avengers did. Uh, but that's not what I wanted to tell you. I wanted to tell you that Spider Man did come to Avengers as promised on the thirtieth for you PlayStation owners. But it didn't come with any story content, <laughs> and I totally forgot oh. about that when we were talking about it. And I wanted to bring it up: zero story, Hawkeye story, Black Widow story, no. Spider Man. Fuck it, put him in there. <laughs> I, think I love their explanation of why, though. Yeah, Go ahead, it's talk. like totally, totally ass backwards. Um, they, they didn't want to put story in there because they didn't want to have content that's available only for one platform, <laughs> which. Why do you then just have Spider-Man on just one platform? That's content. That's just one platform. It's, it's like absolutely. you can't have it both ways. Yeah, it's absolutely staggering. Absolutely. Ugh. I mean, that fulfills the contractual obligations for Marvel's yes. Avengers. 
So the next time we talk about Marvel's Avengers will probably be the shutdown notice. Let's slide yeah. over <laughs> and go to love it or leave it. This is the last segment of we that we do every episode of the Relic Grind. This is where I bring you something Square Enix related. Could be a game, it could be a feature in a game, a press release, something they did, something they trademarked, whatever. And I ask you to love it or leave it. No gray areas on this one, gentlemen. Your week one impressions. You do get the right to change your mind later as you've experienced more. And we talk about spoilers and things like that next week. But just week one of the Endwalker expansion, counting all the content, everything you've played, the accessibility of the software, everything is one big, complete package. No fence sitting. Love it or leave it. Tark. Uh, even with all the connection issues, um, disconnects, server queues, I'm still going to give it a love it because once you're in the game, you know, it's it's a complete experience. It's good. The problem is just getting it, but I, I love it. I love the expansion. Yes, more, please. Kronos. Yeah, I'm going to go with love it. Uh, I got it every day, so I can't really complain. Uh, you little bitch, shut yeah. up. Look, you keep you saying just, it. You keep you saying it. Look, look, let me tell you the strat. You got to be a degenerate, and you just wake up <laughs> at like 2.30 in the morning. That's okay? then your logging what I did queue, the last then, few days. Yeah, then your logging queue is like 30, which is like non-existent, and you get yeah. right in, and then here's the key. You do not log out <laughs> until you are done. Or you have a podcast that you have to be on, and you're like, damn it, I got to go. I, I'm logged in right now. <laughs> he has not left. He is not I, left. When we were waiting for Tark's late ass to join the show, he was still in game. He was still in game. I, I was questing. See, <laughs> he was still there. Okay, so this is tough for me, gents, because I was probably out of the three of us yeah. impacted the most by yeah. the accessibility yeah. issues. Um, in a very like two full days taken off of me. Uh, so that sucked. That, sucked. that really sucked. I've made up ground. I'm loving it when I'm in there. I'm sure next week I'm going to love it. I'm sure next week if I give you the same question, I'm going to love it. Yeah, But I got to say leave it on behalf of all the people that have just been absolutely shellacked by pointless issues. That's not to say I don't love the content. I don't love the story. I'm not enjoying while I'm playing it. But I said no fence sitting. And I just, it would be really easy for me to say I almost love it. I almost love it except for that one piece. But that one piece happens to be a barrier to entry. Yeah. Uh, and that's a pretty big deal for me. So I love you, Square. I love you, Yoshi P. I love you, Endwalker. And next week, if I ask the same question, final review, love it or leave it, uh, I'll probably say love it, but I'm going to give you the leave it today because of uh, you took some days of my life that I can't get back no matter how many free subscription days. And I got to give that, I feel like, on behalf of all of my fellow brethren and sistren that were impact. Sistren, is that a word? Brethren and sisters. Hey, Faye, what it like brethren? Like brethren, brethren's, brethren, gender, brethren's, brethren's gender neutral, isn't it? Like that's yeah, everybody. It yeah, I think it's technically supposed to be, but I like the new addition to the canon. Sistren. <laughs> Sistren. Yeah, yeah, but isn't a cistern an actual word? 
Yeah. Well, this is a is a yeah, we're we're switching the R and the E, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Brethren and sistren, on behalf of all of you slapped by the same issues, I'm gonna give it a leave it. But don't you leave it when this show is over, chat, because going live right after this, we've got Faye Death. She's back from the holidays. How are you, Faye? <laughs> I'm hanging in there. And no offense if you don't stick around, because I know the gamer awards are on, but I'm going to die a lot at the hands of an android. So it will be entertaining <laughs> if the words suck. Just come back here and we got we'll something have some for fun. you. So don't go anywhere, chat. She'll be going live right after the show. We'll be back, of course, next Thursday with another episode of The Relic Grind where we will talk spoilers and lock in our full reviews for the Endwalker expansion. Don't miss Gaming Gumbo here on Ready Check Radio Saturday night at 7 p.m. This Saturday, we'll be talking about the week in gaming. And, of course, visit us over on MMOBomb.com. We've got the Always Online podcast tomorrow, 1 p.m. Eastern. Uh, twitch.tv slash MMO bomb until next week Kronos where can everybody find you yeah uh, same as always um, Twitter you can also log into the game and find me there because I just don't leave <laughs> uh, I, I'm gonna uh, shortly after this I'm going to do some extremes with the FC so that should be fun uh, but yeah that's it Kronos or Tarkoth sorry uh, I was hiccuping and I tried to get a name out quickly before I hiccuped and it just was the wrong name. I just, I panicked. I panicked. Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, all at Tarkov Gaming. Come hang out with me. Um, we're going to finish up MS, uh, MSQ and then get into extremes. It's going to be fun. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me personally right there at Magic Man One, but more importantly, follow at RC Radio, R A I D E O on Twitter. And we'll tweet at you every time we go live with a podcast, one of our streams from myself or any of our volunteer streamers who I love very much. Until next time, gang, stay safe. We'll see you on the servers. Later. Later.